Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast, a series of conversations designed to equip our listeners with helpful insights necessary to simplify the critical decision points of life. We believe true wealth is the thing money cannot buy and death cannot take away. Furthermore, we also believe our calling is to enable others to fulfill their own. And to that end, we endeavor. Investment advisory services offered through CWM, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Hello again, and welcome into another Wisdom and Wealth podcast episode where we believe our calling is to enable you to fulfill your own. So today, uh, in keeping with our uh, weekly focus on um, the service calendar here locally, uh, we want to focus in on your uh, social security optimization and how it fits into your, your cash flow plan as a whole. Oftentimes, I find that this is something that can be overlooked by uh, advisors, especially if they're held to the suitability standard instead of the fiduciary standard. Um, and it, it can take a backseat, but it, also, it, it plays a, a part that should be taken into consideration. And l- let's be honest, it's easy to forget certain details, uh, especially if about your situation that you may have known in the past. Um, so each year, it probably helps just to be reminded of the basic basics of, of Social Security um, and how it could could or will affect your situation. So when someone asks when they should take Social Security, a lot of it depends on their, their personal situation. Numerically, uh, if all factors are held constant, um, there is a, a, you know, an obvious number where you can benefit, benefit from delaying social security and, and maximizing your benefit. But the problem is no one knows when they're going to pass away. So, uh, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't hold in all scenarios and in all circumstances. So, uh, again, back to, you know, your benefit, um, depending on several factors, it depends upon you know, what kind of health you're in, um, how old you currently are. Um, are you married? Did your spouse work? Uh, did you work for a period of time, but your spousal benefit is uh, greater than your own benefit, uh, to name a few. But when I'm working with someone to try to decide what their best options are, um, I typically direct them to the Social Security website um, and you know, they can get an idea of what their current benefit, their current personal benefit is, and then we can backwards plan into, you know, how that affects their situation. The first thing to remember again is obviously you can begin taking social security at as early as age uh, 62. However, you're going to take a 30% haircut on that, um, that benefit. So you're, you're leaving by taking money early, you're leaving a potential benefit on the table. On the flip side, you could delay Social Security up until age 70. Um, and you could, after full retirement age, you could start collecting an 8% increase on your personal benefit. But what happens if you died at age 72 or age 73? Obviously, in that situation, you would be leaving money on the table for Uncle Sam, money that um, you know, you, you've already paid into the system. So it's not as simple as just simply plugging numbers into Excel and, and trying to figure out what your best option is. So another piece that I think is important to remember that uh, our neighbors sometimes forget is that you can't give your social security benefit to your kids. 
uh, in the same way that you could a taxable account or a qualified account. It's not going to go, you know, from past your spouse. It's not going to survive on past you. So remember that the break-even point of, um, you know, you at least have to live to a certain age uh, in order to make sense for filing for social security or delaying social security is typically going to be 75 to 80 years old for in most uh, client situation. So you, you want to take your health in, into consideration um, when looking at what is best for you. And I think it'd be helpful at this point to just go ahead and show a, a brief illustration um, to uh, highlight what we are, we are looking at. So um once this uh, arrives, you'll see Ben and Jane sample. And um, obviously the, the current scenario here is that they are going to be taking Social Security at age 67. And for hypothetical purposes, um, Ben has a benefit of $40,000 and um, rather Trisha uh, has a benefit of $20,000 at full retirement age. And their break-even point is 10 years later. It's age 77. Um, if they passed um, before age 77, given this example, they would have been better off taking retire, you know, taking their benefit earlier. But if you look at the total lifetime benefit, you know, it's just under $1.7 million in total lifetime benefit that they uh, receive in that scenario. Conversely, you know, they're both age 62 this year for our purposes. Conversely, if they would have taken the benefit at age 62, you know, took it as soon as possible um, for planning purposes, they would have been leaving approximately a quarter of a million dollars on the table. Um, and they would have lost that in lifetime benefit. So um, it's easy to look at the monthly benefit and lose sight of the fact that there, there's quite a bit of benefit that is that is left, left behind um, when you compound it over the course of your lifetime. I would also add that, you know, it's deceiving in that situation and it looks like, oh, well, it's just, I lost, you know, $250,000 in, in benefit. Um, but also there's, there's a trade-off of, you know, you let your dollars work in the market longer. Um, so, you know, you, you would have to, to bake that in and, and take a look at that. And again, it's all based off of forecasting. Um, the last piece that I'll look at is if they both delayed until age 70. And in this case, um, Trisha couldn't file for her spousal benefit until um, ben, ben filed for his. But if you look at it, they, they basically only over the course of their lifetime living to age, ages 92 um, and 94 um, for this analysis, they only really gained an additional, what is that? Uh, $50,000 essentially um, over the course of, of their lifetime. So they, they really didn't gain a ton more by delaying in this scenario. Um, so sometimes it may make sense, sometimes it doesn't, but you just want to uh, take that into consideration. The other piece that I think um, clients should take a look at uh, when it may make sense to go ahead and, and take your benefit early is... Uh, if you're a surviving spouse, as, as somber as that scenario may be, I think it's also important to realize that um, 
there definitely is something that you could you could take into your situation. And if you are a surviving spouse or a widower, you can take your benefit as early as age 60. So you're going to want to look at that and you're going to want to run some analysis to see what going ahead and taking that um, widower benefit and then filing for your your personal benefit would be because you could allow your personal benefit to grow for a period of years longer. And it may make sense in that situation. I mentioned um, letting your markets grow or rather letting your um, assets grow in the market longer um, earlier. And this is often an overlooked um, situation of, hey, if you're in a period of market turbulence, it may make sense to go ahead and file a little bit earlier and take a reduced benefit and let your assets grow at a, um, for, for a longer period of time in the market. Um, you know, it, it also may be in a, a situation in which you had cash sitting on the sidelines that you could deploy and um, buy up bargains in, in a volatile market. And um, over 10, 20, and 30-year periods, that, that investment yields a greater return than um, waiting on Social Security. And in a probably a more somber situation, um, if you have a limiting health condition that you know will probably make make it difficult for you to make it to your break-even age, whatever that is in your situation, you would probably want to go ahead and file for Social Security as, as soon as possible because, again, you're, you're not going to be able to pass that on to um, your heirs. So the other piece that, again, I think needs to be taken into consideration is um, your working situation. Do you plan on continuing to to work, um, whether it be part-time or whether it be consulting? And, and how does that income affect your situation? How does that uh, income that you're, if you take your Social Security early and you have, social, you have other income coming in from part-time work or from... Uh, you know, consulting work, how does that affect your RMD if you're taking out less from your retirement accounts when you reach age 72? Um, maybe that's a situation where you uh, look at doing Roth conversions um, in order to offset that. But I would never want someone to arbitrarily have to be in a, a higher tax rate when they reach age 72 simply because we didn't do the cash flow planning um, you know, in their 60s. And again, it's not a perfect science by any stretch of the imagination, but you can start taking uh, measures into consideration that will mitigate your tax liability, especially if you're in a situation where your current living need is going to be far less than what your um, anticipated required minimum minimum distribution uh, rate would be when you uh, reach that age. So again, there, there may be other special life situations where it may make sense for you to take Social Security earlier or later. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, obviously go into all of those in this short podcast. So if you have specific questions about your specific situation, please feel free to reach out to us at infohouston at carsonwealth.com. And I'm going to be more than happy to assist you with that. Thank you again um, and have a great day. Well, that's all for today. Thank you again for joining us. We trust that you are better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources. If you have questions or suggestions for a future topic, please direct those to infohoustoncarsonwealth.com. May you and your family encounter truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in 
Wisdom and Wealth with Josh Clues are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Our address is 1780 Hughes Landing, Suite 570, The Woodlands, Texas, 77380.